0: Hi Dan, what's what's the mood in the camp ahead of facing Luton tomorrow?
1: Positive. Um, I don't think we're we're one <clears throat> a team that are dwelling on results, uh, certainly negative ones. Um, so I think we're we're frustrated, obviously, with with the results that have been of late. But we will go into the game positive, make no mistake, um, and that's the uh, the mentality we have as a group and the mentality that is obviously set. As a precedent by, by the manager. Um, he will not have negativity going into the game. Um, we'll make sure that we're raring we're to going up for it uh, and, and looking to get three points for sure. Well,
0: um, what was Nigel Pearson like after the, the Wiccan game? Because he had pretty strong words to say to us in the media afterwards and I imagine he probably was not too happy in the changing room afterwards.
1: Obviously, I can't disclose exactly what was said, but it was certainly a frustrated figure as there were 21 players in, in, the, in the dressing room that, that all had the same feeling. And we, we're obviously really disappointed with the way that game finished and the way we're currently unable to hold on to, to leads uh, and, and protect Leeds. Um, and bare minimum, we should have came out of a point and we came out with, with, with none. So the gaffer... And all of the players were, were all of the same feeling that it was bitterly disappointing and, uh, and, and frustrating, really.
0: Yeah, I was just saying to Nigel there before you um, obviously, it was quite a dramatic ending and, and, and not a happy one from a, from a Bristol City perspective on Wednesday night. But you did finish that game with sort of five young players on the pitch, the likes of Han-Noah Masengo, only a teenager. Backinson was excellent in that game, only 22 years old. Seth, um, even Sessignon at fullback, I think he's only 20. Obviously, Antoine, 21. Um, Secretary, 21 as well. So it's quite a few young guys in there. Does that mitigate the ending at all? Because they're maybe learning a lot of the time here as well.
1: They are learning, um, but they're not stupid. And I think they all know what the remit is going into a game like that, into the last knockings of of a game where we had the lead uh, and we didn't protect it well enough, we conceded. And then we've got a point to protect, if not going on and, and trying to regain all three. And none of those players, I would say, are, yes, they're youthful, but none of them are naive enough not to know what the, the, the remit is for going into that situation. They've all been in that situation, maybe not in championship games specifically, but you look at your names you mentioned there, Antoine has now played 35, 40 championship, championship games. Tyreek is probably not too far behind that. Uh, Han must be approaching 100 games in the championship. Um, and yes, they are young, but they are they have learned and they have learned quickly. And, and you have to win the championship. Um, however, I don't think that if you would have had I don't know, four, five, six, 37-year-olds in there that the result would have been any different or maybe something else would have happened, you know? I, I think, obviously, that's that's hindsight and, and trying to um, foresee something that, that wasn't the situation. So I don't think that it's the fault of youthfulness on the pitch. Um, and as senior boys, we need to be making sure that whatever the message is to get, whether it go over the line as, as, as a point or to, to chase all three, um, but certainly not to concede two in the last 20 minutes of a game. Um, we need to make sure that we drum home the messages uh, and, the, and the way we play on the pitch, because the manager can only do and say so much from the side of the pitch. And it's the players that are, are in that moment that can dictate what happens in the game. And, and as senior boys, we need to make sure that that message is loud and clear for the youngsters if they didn't know it already, which I'm sure they do.
0: How was Casey Palmer after the game the other night? Because obviously, it was. Is he, he was penalised, wasn't he, for that for the handball at the end there? And unfortunately, that's the second time in the last few weeks. Because obviously, there was the one at the Swansea as well. I mean, obviously, it's a game of fine margins, and sometimes you get those decisions, sometimes you don't. Was he was he upset? I, I guess he was upset. How how upset was he?
1: He was uh, a, dejected after the game. Um, obviously, he's very emotional after the game. He's, in his opinion, I'm sure he, he's, he believes that he's just cost his, his, his team a point. And I, I don't blame Casey Palmer. i um, Casey Palmer isn't the reason we lost the game. Yes, uh, a, a maybe a contributing factor was the penalty. Um, but if it wasn't that, it could have been something else that we, that we may have conceded from. Um, so I don't blame Casey Palmer, but. He's come in yesterday, he trained well, and he had not forgotten about it, but he was moving on from the situation. And, and I'm sure if he's selected uh, tomorrow, he will be the Casey Palmer that, that we all know, which is confident to get on the ball and, and make things happen. Um, but of course, after the game, it's it's an emotional time when, you know, he, he feels like he's let his teammates down. Um, but uh, I think there's more to it than just Casey Casey Palmer handling the ball inside the area, uh, I don't blame him for for the loss.
0: Yeah, he has been in some good form recently, actually. Um, On yourself, obviously, it was a penalty right at the end there and and Akin Akin Fenworth scored. But again, Sheffield Wednesday, Bannon had a penalty and you saved it. Uh, How do you prepare for penalties, Dan? Do you do a lot of research into where these guys usually take them or are you more off the cuff and relying on instinct maybe
1: there's uh, a portion of both attributed to, to um, the research of, of taking penalties and Akin Fenwa, ironically taken one either side and the, the homework that Pat Mountain and I do before games and uh, the, the, the feeling I get a, a, a period of time in the game whether it be Uh, something that's totally instinctual or whether it be something that I see in the run-up that may indicate uh, that a penalty taker is going to strike the ball a certain way uh, are all contributing factors as to to what way I would dive. And, you know, obviously, thankfully for Wickham that uh, I dived the wrong way on that occasion. But uh, obviously, prior to that, the the Bannon penalty was uh, was an educated guess based on homework and, it was the same with, with Akin Fenwa, but obviously the, the quality that is in the championship, the players can change their minds at the last second. And um, you see the likes of, for example, Daniel Johnson. Uh, we did a hell of a lot of research into to his penalties. And I think 16 out of 17, the goalkeeper had gone the wrong way, um, which just shows you the quality and the thought that the players put into taking penalties as well as the goalkeepers.
0: Yeah, there's a real skill and technique, a, a jewel almost there in those situations, I guess. Um just on, obviously, it's not good form at the moment, just one win in the last 10 games, I believe. Um, I wanted to ask you what, what the players think about the injury situation this season. I think there's an, still around 13 or 14 players out injured at the, at the moment. And obviously, there's been a lot of injury problems across this season. How, how do the guys um, view it from, from inside the changing room?
1: Well, we know we've lost a lot of quality due to injury. And I think if you would have said to a couple of the younger boys, that they would have played the, the massive games that they've played uh, looking over the course of a season, I think they probably wouldn't have agreed with you because there is a lot of quality that perhaps would have started in front of them due to age and experience, as as um, as we are talking about before. So, you know, the likes of Andy Vyman, Chris Martin, Nathan Baker, uh, Joe Williams, Liam Walsh are all players, and I, I apologise if I've, I've missed anyone off that list, but um, they're all players that were would I'm sure be competing for starting eleven places in our team. Alfie Morrison, another one that you know started the season off really strongly, recovered from a knee injury, uh, and, and unfortunately was was set back again. But um, we've got so many players that perhaps wouldn't have expected the game time that they've had due to the amount of injuries that we've that we've have had. But I, I don't think there's anything in in the, in the, the dressing room that we're you know, there's no inquest in the dressing room or no blame being pointed. Uh, I think a lot of it is, is, is unfortunate. Obviously, I'm not a physio, I'm not a doctor. I don't know the ins and outs of all these injuries and, and why they may occur. Um, obviously, it's frustrating because we, we've we've had to obviously travel with with a lot of youngsters at the time and um, we've, we've not been able to rely on, on senior pros at times, but the youngsters have, have earned their chance in the team uh, and, and in on the bench. that You know, you look at the 23s that have come up and been on the bench and made their debuts this year. They deserve that. They've, they've trained really, really well. And uh, who said they wouldn't have made their debut if even if the, the, the senior boys are fit? But um, obviously we're, we're hoping for, for a little bit more luck next year and, and hopefully all the boys that are injured will, will come back and uh, we'll be able to, to help affect the team in a positive way.
0: Just in general terms, Dan, you, you're obviously put up here as a spokesperson for the team there's another 13 or 14 players out of contract in the summer and um, how, how does the squad and players generally maybe not even at Bristol City but but generally um, look at this time of the season it's, it's obviously part and parcel of football that, that your contract comes to an end and, and maybe you don't know what's going to be happening next but I guess obviously everybody to a degree is, is playing for their future at the moment
1: 100 percent um that's that's the way i look at it whether you're out of contract in contracts obviously myself uh, i've got two years left so i'm not in in the same boat as, as some of the boys who are out of contracts in, in a matter of weeks but they are playing for their futures and um whether it be consciously or subconsciously i'm sure there are boys that are you know concerned about their futures the boys have got mortgages to pay boys have uh, I've got kids to feed um and I, I'm, I'm i don't mean to to be playing a violin there but you know it, it's it's all relative isn't it there's theres there's lads that are at the moment don't have a job uh, in a matter of weeks and with the the uncertainty and the, the precedence of times that we're in at the moment with with covid um obviously it's not a, a normal out of contract scenario for those boys um so you know I, I would Personally, if I was in that position, there's there's no doubt about it. I'd be concerned based on on my future, of course. And um, but at the same time, I I don't see any of those boys not giving us everything um, and not training properly, not preparing properly. Uh, the 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 phrase on a beach, I don't see that in a training room. There's there's none of that. We w- we wouldn't accept that. I, I certainly wouldn't accept that as an individual. Um, you know, I, I I think there's boys that are are, are concerned, of course, but. They are also playing for their futures, and they know that at the end of the season, they will have a conversation, I guess, with the football club. And whenever the football club sees fit, they will they will hold talks with those individuals.
0: Yeah, just finally, then obviously we've mentioned there about about the bad form and everything, and it is unacceptable, I think, to a, a lot of fans and. They can't understand some uh, this this bad run the club is on and obviously to a degree the, the result and an ending of the game at Wickham was was embarrassing to an extent. Um how does the club snap out of that and, and turn turn this around because it's a sustained bad run of form now?
1: It is. Um it's it's been a very different season and it's easy to blame injuries, it's easy to blame covid, it's easy to blame the uh the change of manager. Um but I think the um, us as players need to address the form on the pitch first and foremost. And uh, if we can go into the summer on the back of three positive results in the last three, then I'm sure that that goes a good way into um, having some positivity going into the summer, into next season. But at the same time, we, we are fully aware that this season on the whole hasn't been good enough. And that's not good enough from individuals, not good enough for us, From us as a team, uh, and I, I, I totally understand frustration of the fans. I mean, I, I'm, I'm active on social media. I'm not always posting, but I, I see things on social media. Uh, I see the frustrations. I, um, I I'm I'm aware that obviously the fans aren't happy, and and I understand totally understand because as a player, I'm not happy with 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 the form in the same vein. Um, I'm, I'm not Bristol born and, born and bred, so I'm, I'm not a, a, a die-hard fan as, um, as some of the some of the people are in this area. And the culture that the football club um, has is it's it's almost like a religion for for some of the some of the fans in in this area. Um, but I, I totally respect that. And personally, my um, responsibility as a player is. To, to have pride in, in the shirt and eat us all as any representative of this football club is to to have uh, a pride in, in the football club and in the shirt and, and to make sure that we're doing everything we can to get this club where we believe that we can achieve. Uh, but at the moment, the, 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 the idea is obviously finish the season strong and that's where that's where our focus remains.
0: Good luck for Sunday. Cheers, Dan. Thanks for your time.